Take TPP Radio with you 24-7. Just download live 365 app from your Apple or Google Play Store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go. It's the two-time Stellar Award considered. Spin Award nominated. You're listening to The Voice. To The Voice. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Hey, this is David and Tiffany Spencer reminding you that we are one. And you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with us, family. Let's go! You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. In the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go! What's good, radio family? TPV Radio is just getting hotter, and we have an all-star lineup just for you. Mondays, conversations with Joe and Jay at 7.30 a.m. Tuesdays, victory over the waste of life with author Jeanne Lebrine at 6 p.m. Wednesdays, Illuminating Word Ministries with Dr. Apostle Forrest L. Walker Sr. at 5 p.m. Thursdays, Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4.30 p.m. Also, Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Fridays, the exclusive interview with yours truly, the Thomas Voice, by appointment only. Saturdays, is Saturdays for Fed with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones at 11 a.m., followed by the locker room with Coach D at 4 p.m. Sundays, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. with the Familia. Catch all of TPV Radio programming on Facebook Live at TPV Radio. Also, Live 365, tune in, and all of our podcasts, social media platforms. Walk with us in relationship, purpose, and promise, and let's go! You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones right now on TPV Radio.
Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones right now on TPB Radio. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, one and all. We're glad to be here this afternoon to share the Saturday's Buffet meal with you on today. We have the head chef here, but we have the understudy with us as well, Sister Maquita Jones. Good afternoon, Sister Maquita. <laughs> Sister Maquita with us today? No, don't you believe come back. We got all that in this There we go. Sister Maquita? Oh. Good afternoon, good afternoon. 
Hey, 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 good afternoon to you. Welcome to the hey. on today. Welcome to Sister uh, Chef Roberta's Kitchen. And uh, we're going to give you an apron. We're going to turn you loose, and you can uh, cook whatever meal you see fit. You are the chef in charge on today. But before we turn you loose, we want to welcome everyone to the show. Sister Roberta, how are you today? Good morning, good afternoon. I am great. I'm ready for this delicious meal to sit down. I was just getting ready to ask you how you feel letting go of your kitchen, because I know a woman don't don't like a whole lot of folks cooking in their kitchen. But we're going to turn Chef Maquita loose in there today. Yeah, it's going to be all no. I'm going to see what she can do. What she All right. She said bring it on, Sister Maquita. Sister Maquita, I'm going to let you introduce your your um your cooks. We're gonna stand back and uh, Roberta and I gonna we're gonna be your tasters on today. So we we we're here to um, support you. If you put too much salt, we're gonna sound the alarm, chef. That's too much salt. Sister Maquita, it's in your hand. Okay. So um, last week um, I had the pleasure of working with uh, my sisters Tina and Rose, and uh, they should both be on today. As well. Hello. Okay. Hey, Tina. Rose, you on? I'm here. Hello, everyone. Oh, we got the baker in the house, so we're going to have some sweets on the buffet today. Rosie's Sweets and Treats is on the uh-huh. house, in the house. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so last week um, we we covered uh, the story about the woman at the well, which was found in John 4, 1 through 42, and um, it was very powerful. It was very profound. We talked about how um, a little back history of the Samaritan woman again was how uh, normally the Samaritan women went to the well in groups to get the water. But um, on this particular day, she went alone, and we were saying we thought she went alone because she was ashamed of the choices and decisions she made in her life, which caused her to go in hiding or what she thought was hiding. But she didn't know that at noonday she was going to have an encounter with Jesus himself. And so we, um, in doing some research, we found out that the number 12, um, where you at, Rose? The number 12 was a signal of completion of government, of God calling things into order. And so um, Tina was looking it up, and it was saying that um, it was about roughly how many miles, um, do you remember, that um, Jesus walked, Janine? About six miles. It was 42. About six miles. Hey, Tina. Hello, hello, hello. You know, uh, uh, Sister Marquita and Sister Tina and Sister uh, Rose, uh, when I heard about you guys doing the Samaritan woman, uh, Sister Roberta looked at that point on, on four, uh, uh, verse 4, where Jesus said, I must need go. And instead of me saying Samaria, I said Saginaw. I must need go to Saginaw because the rain is there and she's um, she's messed up. She's messed up, and she got all these husbands. Ain't none of them hers. So I need to go there and see about them. And I just thank God for that because 
there are a lot of Lorraine's uh, 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 daughters that listen to the buffet, and they need to hear the truth. And too many times, too long, we've been withholding the truth, my queen, because it includes us as older women. Right. And we don't like to talk about flaws. We always want y'all to think that we're on top of our game. But since my queen, I'm at that well. I'm at that well in some areas in my life. And I'm not going to deny God's power working in the, in the lives of you young women to be able to speak a word in my life. So I want you to know I came to the well today. I got my pot. But I'm willing to drop them and go run and tell somebody, some other older women about coming to the well to meet Jesus. Because we, 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 we never really arrive. You know, we, we get to a place where we know, we know some things about God, but we don't know it all. At least I don't. I don't know it all. And there's, I'm, still, I'm still seeking deliverance in some areas. I'm still uh, expecting God to do some things in my life. Uh, Roberta had a point, Sister Marquita. I'm not sure if she shared that point with you this week. But I told her, I said, girl, you got to bring that to the buffet. But so so not, to, not to get in your way, but just to share these thoughts with you that we've had during the week because we've discussed this, this woman at the well, daughter. Uh, Susan Roberta, do you remember what it was you said about that, that encounter with, the, with Jesus at the well? Oh, yeah. So uh, one of the things, how she came alone, she, because like Marquita was saying, that she was ashamed of her lifestyle, the decisions she made, choices she made in life. And she came alone, and she, the thing that she was, she was, she actually was an evangelist, and mm-hmm. God was just bringing her to her purpose. Her purpose was That's to true. evangelize, and she came, she came alone, and and you know, evangel, you know, most times people say evangelize, go on, go in the streets and do and tell, mm-hmm. but actually, her 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 meeting, she went for water. Hmm. She, she went for water to 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 just get some water, and. Hmm. The person that she was there to meet was the one to bring her to who she really was. Now, she was running away from the people. She was always, you know, I, I don't want to be around people. I'm going by myself to go get my water. I'm in my own little world. Mind my own business. My own business. You know, I'm going to do my own little thing. I don't, I don't want nobody to, 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 to talk to me, to deal with my business. My per- this is my personal life. This is my thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and she might have had attitude. You know, she might have had attitude. You know, when we in when we in our little world and somebody comes mm-hmm. to try and tell us we have attitude. She might have had attitude. Yeah. Let's just say she had she had an attitude. And here mm-hmm. Jesus sitting there, he was tired, he was like, Oh, man, just let me just sit here and rest on this well. So he he asked he just actually said, Give me a cup of water, give me and she said, Who are you talking to me? You know. We don't talk. We don't. We, you know, I'm. I'm a, we don't talk. We don't talk. You know, why are you? Why are you asking me for water? And he said, if you would have known who I was, you would ask me for the water. <laughs> I'm not mm-hmm. living water. So to let mm-hmm. you know that she already knew she was messed up. She didn't ask mm-hmm. no questions. Give me that water, cause I, I look. Mm-hmm. I, I come here all the time, and I'm still dry. I'm. I still need mm-hmm. more water. I want that living water. So mm-hmm. you know the thing. That she came for her water. Her job was to, to bring the water, but she uh-huh. had a light. She left the, She dropped the water pot. The thing that she came for her water, she dropped it and running to tell. She said, "Come see a man." But who was she and going to tell? Though was she telling the people she was running from? <laughs> she was going to the people she was running from. <laughs> she was running to them now. She wasn't running from them. She was running to uh-huh. them because she had a message. She had something to give. She was coming to 
receive the water. She was getting the water, but she uh-huh. left with something to give. My Lord. So she left with something to give. So she came to get, but she left there with something to give. And that was. So when we really encounter God, that's part of the proof of encountering Him. Because instead of going begging all the time, now we got something to offer. He, get, right. he always give us. He always gives us what we. So she had huh. something to give. And, and another thing, the thing that got I got out of the out of that story as well that she had to have some information before about this water, this well, because she talked about Jacob well. So teaching, that's why it's so important to teach our children, teaching our children at young ages so that so that they can come back. So when they meet someone further down the road to talk about the things that you taught them. They can they identify. They can identify. They have some substance in them already. And when it's stirred up that what you've already put in them, and they, you know, that, that, that's, that's what Jesus did. He, he, you know, he just went the well, the water. He, mm. You know, she had heard about all the, there was a prophet coming, in, and the prophet was going to be able to tell, to, to know things. So he mm-hmm. told us some things that she knew. He spoke to her spirit mm. because her so, spirit was dry. So you know what else that tell me? That tells me, everyone that's, everyone that's listening to me, that tells me that when we see a young person, a lady or a man, making bad choices, stupid choices for their life, does not tell us that they don't know. This woman had a lifestyle that most people in her community, I guarantee you, say, oh, she's just, she just a hoe. They had no idea she knew anything about Jacob's well. They had no idea she had any, any teachings or learnings. But that's what the enemy always tells us when he convinces us to go off the path. Nobody want to be bothered with you. Nobody want to hear nothing you got to say. And if we believe what he say, we'll, we'll act stupid. We'll act dumb. My Quita, have you seen people that have opened their mind from time to time that you really didn't have any stock in and you thought to yourself, wow, I didn't know you knew that. Every Sunday when I teach to you at church. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Look, not only that, I can look in the mirror mm. and see it for myself mm-hmm. because I do, you know, I do dibble and dabble in my flesh and, um, mm-hmm. and I know it'd be wrong. I know, mm-hmm. know it'd be wrong and I know what I okay. was taught, but then I'd be mm-hmm. like, you know, um, oh Lord, if I if you get me out of this one, I ain't going to do it no more. I promise you I ain't going to do it no more. I promise you I ain't going to do it no more. I ain't going to do it no more. Prime example, my 12-year-old daughter, because I swore, I was like, I ain't having no kids. And I remember when I called home and I told mama, I was like, mama, I'm pregnant. She said, what you thought you was going you was gonna lay down with dogs and I get up with fleas? And I'm like, what? You know, like, wait a minute. Hold on. She's like, you can't rumble for so long. That birth control ain't going to hide what God got to do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. You know, and so... Yep. Now that I'm raising her up, I find myself telling her the same stuff Mama told me. Mm-hmm. The same, and I'm mm-hmm. like, dang, I didn't even know I had it in me. Like, mm-hmm. okay, Jesus, I guess I, I hear the word real in my heart for real, for real. You know, and mm-hmm. so it's so important, like Mama say, to train up a child because even in our mess, we don't come back to it. And I've been yep. in mess and still been praying during the mess. So. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, and I still find myself at the well waiting for my noon day meeting and my noon day encounter, even as a believer. And, you know, it's so important to know, um, like Pastor Chris said, it's not just Samaritan women, it's Samaritan men at the well. But a lot of times we only look at the story based off of what God used. Yeah, he used a woman in this story, but... If men, this story applies to men, women, boys, girls. This story is universal, and it has to be taught in that sense. That's true. That's true. That's 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 an awesome um that's an awesome point. But I, I, you want to go back to your to your number twelve? You you're free to do so. But when you say stuff, sometimes Quita, when I hear stuff, it it it, it sparks something in me. That 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 I I received revelation from, and when Roberta, when I was talking to her earlier this week, she said she said the woman at the well was trying to avoid the the crowd. She was trying to mm-hmm. not uh, be any place they were because uh, perhaps they were judging her for her lifestyle, and they were rolling their eyes at her. They was ostracizing her, so she didn't want to have nothing, absolutely nothing to do with a crowd of people. And then she met Jesus. She she met Jesus. She dropped them pots, and the very thing she was running from and trying to avoid, she said, "Oh no, y'all come here, y'all y'all hey hey you yeah you the bald head come here you come here you need to come and meet this man that has told me everything about my life." And I said, "Bald head, I know I'm gonna get I know I'm gonna get punched in the face for that because they're gonna think that was a personal jab, but it wasn't." <laughs> but yeah, we 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 do all of these things. To avoid the very thing that God has said, that's what I'm calling you to. I'm calling you to a public ministry. I'm I'm speaking privately with you about something you're going to need to do publicly. Yes, that brought you shame when the enemy was in charge of it, but he's no longer in charge. I'm in charge now. And that very thing that he told you wasn't will. So what did you say about 12? Um, uh, Tina, you had the information on 12. Who had that information about the number 12? Tina. I believe well, it was Rose. The, was Rose, it Rose? Had the number twelve, yeah, twelve. Um, or Rose, you can take it, but twelve means profession. It, you know, it gives the authority to. Um, it's profession completeness, and so okay. um, when we look at twelve, twelve means you know profession, government, um, and order. So, um, when we talked last week, um, if you think about twelve and profession. The noon hour, Jesus mm-hmm. has the authority to get to be at that appointment at noon, so that um, the Samaritan woman can get her completeness. So, um, mm. you, you know, uh, we 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 wrote down several numbers, but when Anne Lorraine talked about um, just now piggybacking, you know, running from something or running to something, mm-hmm. you think about a baby, a baby, well, unsafe. Um, person when you go mm-hmm. out for witnesses like you hear so many people say well you run from your calling you run from your calling but they say i'm not going to the church because they fake they phony they judge but when we mm-hmm. become, when we're believers and we understand we used to be that baby tina you know so i'm i'm the grown tina now but i used to be that baby tina and i can't witness to that baby that's coming in if i'm still judge her for the same thing that i did so right it's like you were, you know, so profound to say 
what you just said. And when I look at some of the things, <laughs> excuse me, that I went through or you go and even still yet go through, and I'll be like, look, uh, you doing the same thing, and you judging me, and I don't go, but I'm just saying if I was at the bar, how, how can you judge me for being at the bar if you weren't at the bar too? Right. So, but we both sitting right. at the bar, but you judging me because you sitting on the front row with your hat and your, you know, your eight man corner, and I'm sitting in the mm-hmm. back. But ain't we both at the bar? <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. So Uh-oh. why would I yeah. want to come sit under that that Christian mask? You know what I'm saying? So when we get to as believers, when we get to the point where we stop judging, we could start winning the souls of 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 the. The, the sinners, you know, pretty much. Because mm-hmm. I hear a lot of a lot of kids, well, young adult kids say, I ain't going to church. All they're going to do is judge. Mm-hmm. And they judge and they're doing the same thing or they used to do the same thing, but we're so afraid to tell our truth. Mm-hmm. We don't want nobody to know that. I, I was going to say it last week, but I, I, I didn't. But since St. Lorraine said it today, we don't want nobody to know we was a good hoe back in the day. Right. So, so right. now we just the save good hole. But if you you know, if you just the save good hole, then you can't reach the the baby holes out here. Because right. they know what you're still doing. So mm-hmm. when we become and say, you know what, baby? I, I was hey, that what? I was you. And I'm here now. And I mm-hmm. we was you know, we grew up in a Baptist church and my mom didn't see denomination. She didn't see religion. She taught us Jesus. And we went to youth conferences, women conferences. Ain't Lorraine used to ride up and down the highway, take us to all kinds of conferences. Oh, and we used mercy. to be like, everybody else was talking this boom, boom. Then nobody, nobody wanted to hear nothing they said. But Ain't Lorraine said, let's talk about sex. The room was packed. Because <laughs> that's, what, that's our interest. So if you mm-hmm. see here and mm-hmm. look, I used to do this. I used to do that. I know what you're going through because I was you. I can mm-hmm. receive that and respect that because I can say, well, man, if she did it, how did she get over it? And how can I get yeah. to that point? I might not say it in front of my, my friends, but deep down right. inside, it's nuggets that's being planted. Things that you might be like, okay, I'm going to watch her for a little while. But mm-hmm. she said she used to do the same thing I did, and I'm going to just see because I like what she at right now, but I still mm-hmm. know what I'm doing over here. But if he could deliver her, then eventually he'll deliver me. And then if once he delivered me, I'm going to be like that. Oh, we popping now. We we got this yep. thing now. So if yep. we, got, we have to stop saying, you know, or this child is, you, you can't do this, you can't do that. Baby, if we don't become transparent and begin to uh, begin to appreciate and love the unsaved, and like I said mm-hmm. before, for me, when I had to realize that I my sins in Jesus' eyes was un, he was unfazed by my sins. Why? Because he had already died and he already threw them all in the sea of forgiveness. Sea of forgiveness. Well, guess who? Mm-hmm. Guess who holding on to the, my sin? Me. Mm-hmm. But when mm-hmm. I become unfazed with my sin after repenting and being unfazed, like girl, yeah, I did that back in the day, but that don't faze me because I know who mm-hmm. I am now. You can't faze right. me with my past because that's my past. And you can't phase me with that. And you pick yourself, you repent, you move on. I'm not perfect. Heck, I just went mm-hmm. off on my phone. I ain't perfect. But every day you, you breathe, you inhale, you exhale. Mm-hmm. You, you inhale, you exhale. That's your heart pumping. You you 
inhale the bad, you I mean the good, you exhale the bad. And then you right. just keep on living and you keep going. And that living water is the that's when you take that it's the living water. You just keep moving, you keep going. And you cannot, yep. you know I I come in here and I don't have it all together. Now you got it all together. And if I come to you, but you can't mentor me because you too busy playing I miss perfect. You just lost it. You know. Yeah. And that's it's hard, it's sad. And but that's where we're at right now. The, that's our reality. This new generation is told they they just want transparency. They want you to be real with them. And they would say, "Man, I don't have time for that. Y'all fake." They'll say it real quick. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. They're so so blunt about their feelings and about their truth. And when you look at and I love I love everybody, but I'm a, and if I'm wrong, I apologize right now. But when you tap into the homosexual gen population they come to the church but we reject them they go to the world mm-hmm. they accept them. so oh, i'm not going to keep running over here and you're going to keep rejecting me but you tell me i need jesus but then when i run over here i got somebody who's going to accept me who love me like jesus came to love the world and they love me over here so i'm gonna go over here and i'm gonna chill with them even though i know i'm hurting but every time i come to you you putting me down and then you want to you know, Janine, Janine, stay right there. Stay right there, Janine. Your mama made a Ma'am. point about that that set me free. And and I wanna I wanna help somebody else. I want her to make that point. I'm glad you brought that up because I really want to do a show about this. Listen, uh-huh. your mama told me one time, she said, Being a being a homosexual does not send you to hell. Now I was uh-huh. I was in a different place than your mother. Your mother's been different all her life. She different. So when she said that, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, no, no, she off with that. You know she I can talking. hear you, right? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Put on mute. Put the, don't let her hear me, Pastor Chris. But she said, she said, being a homosexual doesn't send you to hell. She said no more than being a straight person. She said wanting to be sexual with the same sex doesn't send you to hell. Neither does being bisexual and wanting to have sex from the opposite sex. She said, acting upon that thing, that that sin. And I was uh-huh. like, wow, that's amazing. So it's the uh-huh. same criteria. Whether you crave, whether a man crave another man or a woman crave another woman, it's the same scenario. It is not sin uh-huh. until you cross that line. But then you look in the Bible, we don't have anything in the Bible that confirms that two men can get married to try and eradicate the, 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 the sin problem of sex between them. But you can find that in scripture that a man and a woman gets married. So Roberta, can you speak to that? Because thank you, Janine, for bringing that up. Thank you, thank you, and thank mm-hmm. you for bringing that up. Mm-hmm. So Roberta, did I say all of that oh, right that I you told me? Uh-huh. Can I say this real quick before mama? Go ahead. I'm sorry. So uh, when you say that, Aunt Lorraine, and I have a family member that was talking to me about, you know, they had finally came clean and say, hey, I, I, I have alternative lifestyle, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. That's between you and God. I'm going to still mm-hmm. love you no matter what. It's an unconditional love. But I'm not here to judge you, but you was raised mm-hmm. in the church, and you was you was raised to know the Lord for yourself. Now, when you had mm-hmm. that conversation with God, then that's on you and him. Don't think my love for you is going to change because mm-hmm. that's the life you choose to live. And that person say, I don't ever want to be identified as being gay, but I I have an alternative life that I live 
that I feel more comfortable in. That's fine, honey, but I don't have a heaven or hell to put you in, and I'm not here for judgment. Because just like you choose to live that alternative life, guess what? I choose to live this life over here, and guess what? It's both things. And we both have to repent to God. We both have Mm -hmm. to go to God on judgment day for ourselves. And, you know, so when you say that, that is great. Because when we realize one sin does not outweigh the up, sin is sin. That's and right. you just got, That's right. you know, so neither one of us have a heaven or hell to put you in, you know, mm-hmm. so it's, it's your relationship with God. And that's, I'm yes. go ahead and take him. Sorry. <laughs> yes. My yes, We got to get permission, Roberta. We done, we done run off. My cleater, is it okay <laughs> when we... Uh, I'm sorry. Uh-uh, not that. Uh-uh, 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 And that's the thing that we preach homosexuality and not Jesus. 
We preach adultery, fornication, and not Jesus. Preach Jesus. You preach Jesus, a person gets Jesus, that stuff will begin to fall off. Every one of us that's on here, when we met Jesus, when we received Jesus, things begin, things begin to fall off. They begin to fall off. The cleansing came as the word as as the word watched and it's continued. It's a continual cleansing until until you get till you meet Jesus, till you go home. There's a cleansing that's constantly taking place. When we realize that no matter what world that's, that we live in, he said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. For God so loved the world, the world that he gave. Now that word again, he gave. This woman, he gave. She said, I give you the gift of God. He said, he gave. So it's the giving part that love gives. It gives. And we, we can't get tired of giving. We can't look at, at what we see with the natural eye. But I will focus the spiritual. I will focus the spiritual. When we, you tell us, you know, I had an opportunity to the witness to to uh, a young lady, and she said, I'm gay. I'm going to hell. I said, going to hell. Go, being gay don't send you to hell. And it just stopped her in her track. Mm-hmm. She said, huh? I said, rejecting Jesus will send you to hell. Man. Jesus came that he could free you of your homosexual problem. That's why he came, because you couldn't do it. But Jesus is the one that does it. He does the cleansing. How does he do it? With the word of God. You are cleaned by the washing of the word. The words that I say to you. He spoke to the woman and she was clean. And she would know what when she got clean, you know what she went? She went to go get others clean. See when you get them when you get them clean, you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna go get others and they're gonna bring them to, to, to the place that hey, come here, I got clean here. Because people don't wanna be dirty. They wanna be dirt they they dirty because they don't think they have a choice. This is who I am. No, but God want to really show you who you are. She, she, she didn't know that she was an evangelist until she came to Jesus. See, we don't know who we are until we come to Jesus. We are clueless of who we are until we meet him. That's amazing. That's a mic drop. I say that's a mic drop. But I um, it's funny that we got on this subject because I was strolling on Facebook and um, there was a girl that was giving her um, testimony and I don't even know the girl, don't know nothing about it, just popped up and she was saying um, she was a lesbian and she said she knew she knew Jesus, she grew up in church, but she came out as a lesbian. Said she kept going to church. Um, she said they never judged her. They never, um, they never preached to her sin. They continued to hug her. They continued to embrace her. And she said the more and more she came to church, the chains began to fall off. And she was like, it was, she said, I lost my whole desire for women. She was like, because they embraced me with love and they didn't judge me. And so they invited me to more functions and more come here and, Come to come to choir rehearsal and come to this and come to that. And she said, the the more hunger I got for Christ, the less yeah. my flesh wanted women. And it's so mm-hmm. interesting and so profound how important that love is. Because um, mom always tells us, you know, everybody always told, oh, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And so 
as long as you're staying in sin, he's winning. He's doing his job. But us as believers, if we're sitting there and we're judging you or, oh, you come in and you smelling like marijuana and I ain't sitting by them because they got a spirit on them or they got a demon on them or they doing this and uh uh-uh and they got kids out of wedlock. They can't serve in ministry. They can't, they, God ain't going to give them no word because of this and that and on and on and on. And we looking at they sin, we're sinning as believers. Mm. So we're not doing our job. The enemy is doing his job because as long as you stay out in the world, you can't fulfill your godly purpose. So if the mm. church will begin to stop judging people and open up our hearts and see people the way that Christ see people like we're supposed to, because we're supposed to imitate Christ. So we should be looking at the heart of a person and not their physical outer appearance. Then we will begin to do our job as believers and embrace people with love and get the generation the generation that we're lost and we will take back over the streets and we will be able to build a community of Christian based people. Mm. That's true. Cause we say we got the power, right? We said we got, we said we, we we're say. powerful people. We, we operating in the power of God. And like you said, we, we can't stand and sit next to somebody that doesn't smoke weed. The re- and I think the re- some of the reason why we can't sit next to them because then we, we craving it too because we ain't never quit smoking and we we just got us a prescription for it uh-huh. and we want to act like um that part want to act like it's okay because the doctor wrote out a prescription uh-huh. well the devil wrote out a prescription too and I was using his prescription before I met my doctor oh, no. so yeah we we need to um and you know what this is a conversation we really need to have because. Uh, a lot of times we don't um, make ourselves available to talk to people who have a different perspective because we get caught Hello. up sometimes on this this my way, this how I feel, you ain't going to change my mind, uh, you ain't going to compel me to think another way and all of that. But I'm, I'm grateful that we have you young people to come on and to give us a, a different uh, perspective of how uh, we can better serve. Because if we're not serving nobody, we may as well uh, uh, put our mini skirts back on and go back out there and drop it like it's hot. Well, I mean, maybe not like it's hot, but drop it like it's lukewarm next to y'all while y'all drop it like it's hot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But uh, Pastor Chris, uh, 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 Quita ain't called your name. And Quita, he over there groaning because he wants you to say what you want to say, Pastor Chris. Yeah. See, uh, <laughs> see, there? see, I'm uh, uh, I. I'm trying to be good today. Mm. And mm-hmm. being that we have a full kitchen, I don't want to start a fire in the kitchen by leaving the food on the on the grill. So I'm trying to be very nice because of the fact that the church, the building, some, not all, have this problem. We don't want to look in the mirror at ourselves, and a lot of times when we're judging others we're dealing with the same thing but we gotta put on a front because pastor and first lady have me in charge of our auxiliary or they have me in charge of the usher board or they have me in charge as a praise and worship leader but behind closed doors I'm suffering from the same thing that sister mm-hmm. or brother is going mm-hmm. through. And, yeah I, yeah, I I don't mind the fact that they're coming in the building and they smelling like 
weed. You know, because mm-hmm. I, I'm getting my contact high on top of trying to get my emotional high so I can feel some kind of way. So the person that's sitting next to me looks at me and see that I have the power of the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. But in mm-hmm. all in short, I'm getting high off the contact because they reeking of the weed. See, people don't want to talk real. But see, the problem mm-hmm. is you came to the right place. This buffet is going to give you fresh, hot food right out the grill. And see, the problem is when we stop looking at other people's stuff, uh uh-oh, and when we start looking at our own mess, we can deliver and set free people. Why? Because I know exactly what you're going through, sis or bro, because I'm either going through the same thing or coming out. But no, we can't say that in the house because Pastor and First Lady might sit me down. I'm on the praise team. I'm on light camera action and I can't be transparent. And see, that's the problem. That's why we took testimony service out of church because we don't want our stuff to be on display. Well, I got news for you. God has a funny way of exposing your mess without you even know it. See, the problem is we're so caught up on image, sisters. We're so caught up on what we look like, smell like, all this stuff that when it comes time to ministering to someone else that just came off the street, just came out the club just three hours ago just to sit in the back of the church to try to find Jesus – all still have hung over on them, all that stuff. But yet we judge because we're still dealing with our mess. See, but this thing is called shame. Uh-oh. See, I'm going somewhere here. See, the Samaritan woman avoided the crowd mm-hmm. and the people mm-hmm. because she had felt some kind of way. Let's bring it modern. She felt mm-hmm. some kind of way, and she didn't want to turn to Jesus because her faith was not all the way there. She felt some kind of way. So when she finally was able to be transparent enough to allow Jesus to lead her back to her grace, uh-oh, no, but they don't want to hear this. See, I need to stop before we un- end up going somewhere and start having the band <laughs> go off. We have to understand that Jesus is turning your shame into a showcase of his grace. I'll say that one more time. Hashtag it to your family, your friends, Pookie and JJ. Hashtag Jesus is turning your shame into a showcase of his grace. See, that's why we can't be mad or feel some kind of way when Jesus exposes the truth. Why do you think we're still in this pandemic? Jesus is still trying to get our attention, but we got some, not all, some churches still going back to the same old program. They're not coming with a new upgrade, still not leading people to relationships, I'm still coming to the building all chained up 
and I can't even get my chains broken because you're still preaching to me about Malachi 3. Let me drop the mic before I go straight postal. Back to y'all. I, I got to stop. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> so look, um, that was some hot cake. That was hot cake. That was some. That look. That was real, real, real hot. And I, before we start, I got um, my aunt Thelma. She used to eat her dessert before her. She ate her main course. So I'm gonna bring the baker on right quick so she can give us some of her um, takeaway or take back from this conversation here. Thank you, Rose. Uh-huh. Hey y'all, I'm in the nursery today, so I'm gonna be real quick and, and brief. Uh, <laughs> my kids right here, <laughs> but um, I was um, taking just listening to everyone. Uh, we just got to get back to um, remember the word say love con- conquers a multitude of sins. It covers a multitude of sins, so we got to get back to that place. And um, just to piggyback off of Pastor Chris, you know, um, the thing with the body of Christ, we too busy speaking in tongues and lying in English. Uh-oh. That's the problem. So we got to get back, you know, we got to get back on track and um, be transparent, you know. So that's people more concerned with speaking in tongues versus being transparent and uh, telling it like it is. So, you know, um, that's what um, I had. I took from it. I just want to come in real quick because uh, I got to get back to the nursery. <laughs> hey, man. Now, who's going to talk after she talk? I ain't saying nothing. I'm eating my and, and, and see, eat the well, well, you already Pat, Pat, Pastor Chris, you it. <laughs> see, see, y'all, y'all want, y'all want the fire in the kitchen, and I'm trying not to go there. But see, since you're passing the plate over to me, I'm just gonna go ahead and just bust it wide open. See, we got problems. See, we want to do what we want, say what we Mm -hmm. want, act like we're so good and holy. I'm talking to myself here. I don't know about y'all, but I'm I'm talking to myself. See, the problem is we get so caught up in our stuff. Okay, let me backtrack. Our titles. Uh Uh-oh. We get so caught up in our image. We get so caught up in what the people might say. But see, the problem is we need to worry about what Jesus is going to say. See, Jesus took on flesh like us for one purpose only. And I don't think people caught that. All they're reading about is the signs and wonders, how wonderful Jesus was, all this stuff. But he had to take on flesh for a purpose. See, he's the only one. That could be our Johnny Cochran in our time of need. Why? Because he understands the human emotion. See, we don't understand how much power we possess because of the fact that we have all this false hope. We're not led to the word and relationship with God. We got so much cliches flying around that we could throw a cliche and we got no power behind it. Uh Uh-oh, nobody's talking to me. But see, glory is represented in the word. It's like a bright light. What what it does, it cancels the darkness around your heart. It gives you the approval to stand right and affirm from what God is going to give you. It's also like an analogy of a diamond. See, a diamond needs to be pressed 
by the fire in order to become that thing. See, we got to understand that it's okay to be pressed. We got to understand it's okay. You know what? I might be walking in this thing. I might be gay. I might be an alcoholic. I might be still whoring around. I might be doing all this stuff. But the fact of the matter is, Deacon JoJo don't have the power to break the chain. Because Deacon JoJo is still dealing with the same thing, and he macking you on the down low. Uh-oh. See, y'all don't want to talk to I was going to say, Deacon see, JoJo is problem. my best customer. Uh-oh. And see, that's mm. the problem. We got chains around the word of God, and we only want to take the lock and key and open it for our stuff. When we feel some kind of way, we just want to open the word and put the nice first layer over our wound and put the band-aid on it. But the fact of the matter is you need to keep that wound open so you can get the air of the Holy Ghost so we can heal that wound and the scab of your faith will be healing that wound and when the scab comes off, you come back to normal. But see, we don't want to do that, ladies. We want to do the quick fix. Let me put some Leo Sporin on it and sometimes I just want to keep messing with it, irritating it, and now I got a black mark. I got to sit here and rub out because I wanted to rush my healing. See, ladies and gentlemen, this is a relational walk. You can't break your chains in your life if you can't be real with yourself and you can't be real with God. Game recognizes game, as the young folks say. And Jesus recognizes our game. And he's mm-hmm. just sitting there waiting for us to stop being disobedient, stop trying to outthink, outwit, outget degree, all this stuff that we're doing. He just wants our heart posture to be reset. And when we do that, we can break the chains of the nonsense that we have. We will be able to love people through their sin. Whether you're gay, straight, whatever. You will love people past the pain. Why? Because you understand it, one. You'll be able to testify to them, two. You can have an accountability partner, three, because both of you can keep each other in check. See, y'all don't want to talk to me. I'm going to drop this mic real quick because uh, we losing folks on on Facebook, and I don't think they liking it. So let, let let me pull back my plate a little bit before we all uh, have some issues on social media. So I'm gonna drop the mic back to you. We're, my Peter, before you go further, I just want to put this, this disclaimer out there. We're not saying that we are advocating uh, the uh, alternative lifestyle. We're not saying that. We're saying that if you come to the to the church or if you come to a saint for answers we ought to have answers and not condemnation for you we ought to not be congratulating you but we ought to be able to comfort you and give you compassion so i thought about when pastor chris was talking about deacon jojo and i was thinking to myself well, deacon jojo got a problem itself because deacon jojo likes to talk down to me but he also likes to look down at me too so make up your mind what you're gonna be you're gonna be a deacon jojo or you're gonna just be jojo so one of the problems with, with being, 
having these alternative lifestyles is the best patron for these lifestyles is the church folks. Because when, when we do decide to come in the house and you come in and you be like, ooh, there go Walter. And you say, and then somebody say, you know Walter? <laughs> yeah, I know Walter. Walter know me. And they be like, oh, that's the pastor. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you know, so we've got to quit trying to put on air and be real and be transparent and go to God with truth. And when we go to God, seek answers for it. Because if the enemy sends you to the whorehouse to go and evangelize the whore and you got some whoredom in you, you're going to go in there, you're going to connect with the hoe and you're going to come out, uh, instead of bringing her out, you're going to come out with your fix. So if, if, I, if I stay straight with God and I keep things on the up and up, then I can go in that whorehouse because God will show me how to keep intact or he will cleanse me. Thank you, Holy Ghost. He will cleanse me from what, what would connect me in that house. And then I can go in there as a preacher and come out as one. Instead of coming out as one that's been screwed. Uh, Marquita? Yes, I would say this and then um, we can go to a song break. I think even as believers, what we, um, a lot of times what we fail to do is uh, what the word instructs us, instructs us to do, which is to crucify our flesh on a daily basis. So just yes, because we are saved and just because that don't mean we're still not going to be tempted because I don't know nobody mm-hmm. that didn't enjoy the sin that they were in when Jesus well. found them or when they found Jesus. So right, just because you marry a good-looking man don't stop being good-looking. A good-looking woman don't stop being good-looking. God not going to mm-hmm. take your sight because you've taken this vow. But you as a believer have to commit and say, I'm not going to that you know what I'm saying and so a lot of times yeah. the the walk is not easy for nobody mm-hmm. sin still gonna come it's still gonna look mm-hmm. good smell good mm-hmm. taste good everything but as believers it's on us to crucify our flesh daily on a daily basis and that don't mean you just wake up in the morning oh I'm pl- putting mm-hmm. on the whole armor of God I crucify my flesh mm-hmm. no it's constant you know what I'm saying because yep. you may walk past you in the gym and you'll be like oh Jesus Lord, give me strength to finish this workout. I crucify my flesh. So it's a continuous thing. It's not one time and, you know, mm-hmm. we're done. And a lot of times yep. we're we're failing to do that. Yep. yep. And, and that's you on every level. You ain't going to act like there's no young sin. That's on every level. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a lifestyle. When we, when we accept Jesus, it's a, it's a totally different lifestyle that we learn to live. It's like mm-hmm. you have to put on Christ, just like you in the morning, you put on your clothes, you know, every day. You you put your clothes on every day. You don't put your clothes mm-hmm. on one time and that's it. You put them on every day. But it's a choice that you mm-hmm. chose when you when you accept it. You say, I chose to be, you know, I exchanged the life I, I used to live for the life that Jesus wanted to live through me. So it becomes a it become a lifestyle, a, a lifestyle, a a change of mind. The mind has to change. Your circumstances don't necessarily change right away, but your mind right. has to change. When your mind mm. is renewed, the way you see things are different. Why? Because you begin to see things the way you see them. It, you know, it's, it's like you you don't become a, um, okay, I, I, I got to do this because there's relationship. The relationship mm-hmm. is with with the Lord. And when you have a relationship with him, 
and you get up and he begins to you you you're talking to him you communicate him back and forth it's a it's a day by day thing and I, I love Pastor Chris says it all the time relationship once you get that relationship with the Lord you get and you want to become what he wants you to be mm-hmm. and that's that's all you know and you know that 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 old way of life that's why you came out of it because it wasn't for you. Right. It's not what you wanted. So you came out of it. So now everything else is becoming new. Now, I used to, I, you know, at one time you might get upset and, okay, I'm going to calm myself with this, with this, with this liquor. Now, yeah. it's like, wait a minute now. I got something stronger than this liquor. Right. I can go to, 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 the, to, to the Lord. I can go to the Holy Spirit. I need your help. You know, you got to become transparent with him as well. Tell him mm-hmm. how you feel as well. Just like, you you know. And once you do that, I begin. I, be, I, I really believe in, in, you know, in personally walking with the Lord, he changes everything. You, you know, don't nobody have to say anything. And that's why mm-hmm. the, the testimony you gave about that woman, the young lady, and she began mm-hmm. to go to the church. She began to see the love of God. That was powerful. Demonstrated. It made her want, want it. She didn't want the lifestyle she was living because, yeah, that's pleasure and sin, but there's also condemnation and sin. Mm-hmm. When you sing, you just don't feel good about yourself. It, it feels good when you're doing it, but then all of a sudden, when it, when you stop, you're like, oh, man, I did this. I don't want to do this. That's conviction. You begin to be convicted. You know, the Holy Spirit brings conviction. So mm-hmm. as, you, as the relationship grows with him, your lifestyle grows as well. You change. You know, you want, you want right. you know, oh, okay. You know, that's a totally difference. And I think that's, that's the thing that we have to come to the place and say, you know, we say it's not easy. No, he, you know, Jesus, he said, look, no, I make it easy. Hmm. I make it easy. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. When we, do, mm-hmm. we don't do what he says do, then it becomes a burden. And yes, it don't it does. feel good. It's not easy. But when we say yes to Jesus, he takes the hmm. burden. Mm-hmm. It becomes easy. It's the, it's always said like this. It's the crossroad. When you get to that crossroad, don't know crossroad and don't know which way to go. That's where the confusion is. But when you make the choice to go right, the peace comes. Yes. In the choice. Yes. The peace comes in the choice. And I, I think, you know, even today our youth, you know, they, they a lot of a lot of they see a lot of <laughs> A lot of believers in there that's supposed to be believers, but they see them doing the same thing they 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 doing. Right. So it's like, oh, you you know, you ain't right. But we need to tell people, no, we, there is. We're not going to be perfect in life, but the perfection comes through the Spirit of God in us. There's a difference in the work of the flesh and the work of the Spirit. So I'm still three parts. You know, I'm still flesh. You know, I have a body, and there's a, and I have a spirit that lives that that houses that's house in this body. So I'm still I'm still I still have this flesh. This flesh still craves and desires, but my choice mm-hmm. is to do what the spirit of God says. So the Amen. craving and the desire is going to be there. That's not going to go away. And I think we you know people think that because I accept Jesus, all my problems, all my burdens, and all this stuff going away. No, it's not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's a uh, we walk. We have to walk this thing. Amen. Walk this thing out. And it's trial and error too, Sister Roberta. Sometimes we start that walking, yes. and we think we got it going on, and we know anything. We back 
we've caught up, gotten caught up again. But that's why one John, First John one nine is so important. Confessing to God and getting back up and starting again, and not just laying there saying, "Oh well, mm-hmm. you know, I done got thrown down for the third time, so I'm out for the count." No, we're no, never out we, for the count. No, Amen. We yeah. keep moving, and we want the listeners to know that we 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 do not condone sin at all. N- not at all. We don't. We don't. But we're not going to judge all. you for yours. No, and we want yeah. you to, to to know that that when you sin, you have an advocate. You have Jesus mm-hmm. there to go and repent and get up and keep moving. Get up and keep moving. Don't stay there and say, "Oh, I've done too much." Or, or I've been right. condemned. And if you if you at a church and you're hurt, you're hurt. And 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 you 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 know you you know whatever to be go somewhere else that you can get help. Mm-hmm. Don't stay at home. Go through. There are other churches. You know, if you go yes. to a restaurant and you get bad food, you go to the next restaurant. You don't, you don't stop, stop going out. That's the You don't have. You don't stop. You don't stop because you had a bad experience at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. With I know the I did. Mm-hmm. You, go, you 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 go and then and sometimes those people are hurting. They're, they're they are in the same boat you're in. But you 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 understand where you are because you know you're at a, in a you you're at a you have a problem. They mm-hmm. might not know they have a problem, and you might be the one that's there to to to, to stand yep. for what is right and pray for them. And God will bless both of you. Mm-hmm. It's all about it's all about realizing you have a problem first of all. Because that's like an alcoholic. You tell the alcoholic, you're an alcoholic. Until he can admit himself, he or she can admit themselves, you're right, I do have a problem. You can't help him. So when I was in my mess, uh, I used to try to figure out, why people always picking on me? What's wrong with my skirt? I didn't know my skirt was above my panty line. Because when I looked in the mirror, I didn't I didn't see no problem. Because that was who I had become at that time. I wasn't who God had called me to be, but that's that's the image I had taken on. And I couldn't figure out why was people always trying to talk about, your skirt too short. What's wrong with my skirt? And and so when I came, when God delivered me out of the situation and I became strong enough to see me in somebody else, then I realized, oh, that's what they were seeing all the time. You ain't supposed to show your panty line. Okay. But at the time, I didn't know it, so I didn't need nobody to come into me and judge me for my panty line. I needed somebody to come in there that had been there, Marquita, that had been there, that could come in there and wrap their arms around me and say, you know what, I see your panty line, and right now you probably think that's the right place for it to be, but when you want some help, call me. I can help you. I've been there. And I, I, that's what right. I needed. I ain't need nobody to get the microphone and from the pulpit or from the choir stand start talking about my line. Because I, I would have yeah. felt I felt judged on that. But if you would have come to me one-on-one and loved me mm-hmm. while you talk to me about my skirt being that short, I, I don't know if I could have heard it, but I know I could have heard it better. Can you understand? And not only that, that, I was going to say not only that, ain't Lorraine. <laughs> It was also your deliverance when you come to me. You know, if you mm-hmm. come to me, mm-hmm. not talk to me, not talk at me, but talk to yeah. me in yep. love. Yeah. That, that determines too how a person receives that. And uh, mm-hmm. Wayne Lorraine, she got that hurt. You be like, dang, don't be yelling at me. But that has always <laughs> been her, but it was still her in love. 
You know, see, mm-hmm. little girl, I used to do that, but you don't have to. When you ready, come talk to me. And not everybody mm-hmm. is ready to receive it, but it co- it comes with your deliverance. If your deliverance right. says, sweetheart, I'm here in love to tell you I used to be you. To tell you mm-hmm. how I, I, you know, because I say it all the time. If you have not ran in my tennis shoes, don't tell me how to mm-hmm. walk in my heels. So, therefore, mm-hmm. if you can't come to me in love, I might, I'm already broken, so I really don't want you talking at me. Right. Talk to me. So the deliverance and you be knowing you be messed up, don't you, Tina? Only you nobody tell me I'm messed up. up. You're already fully aware I'm messed up. I'm fully aware I'm messed up and I'm ready to cut you out because when you get done, we're going to have a problem. And if yep. I'm already messed up, I ain't got no problem saying whatever. And I'm not going right. to even though I need that from you. But because you came at me wrong, I'm going to let you mm-hmm. whatever. I ain't nothing you say. Even though when mm-hmm. I get home, two weeks later, I might think about, man, that little le- yellow lady said something to me and I think about but she still <laughs> came at me like that. If she want to learn how to talk to me. I don't talk to you yep. like that. Learn how to talk to me. And this generation is not afraid to tell you when you're ready to talk to me correctly. And they mm-hmm. don't talk, come talk to me yep. correctly. Don't talk at me. You can talk to yep. me. But don't talk at me, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, and I understand because I'm, I'm, I'm yep. the same way. So, mm-hmm. and it, it's great to understand and live your truth. But yep, I'm, I'm that same way, and it's just like wow. But then I'm gonna piggyback one thing. Then I get, a, I'm gonna get back on mute, Pastor Chris. I'm sorry, and Marquita. But when Rose said, um, made her comment about the church, um, I wanna, I don't wanna mess it up. When she said the body of Christ is too busy speaking in tongues and lying in English, it, mm-hmm. it hit me that that's why the world <laughs> is so comfortable. I didn't hear that part. You had that. I didn't hear her say that. She <laughs> said that's that. why the world is so right. comfortable <laughs> um, marking the Christian body. Because if you, mm-hmm. if you look at the TV station, I mean, look at the new these TV shows. If you look at a lot of these people that's coming up with different movies. And they so quick to say, oh, it's shit about a Honda. We all know what they do. Uh-oh. But we, we, I mean, you go back to that, and they're so comfortable because the body of Christ is too busy speaking in tongues and lying in English. And um, I had a pastor that used to say, love is an action word. If you love me, you will show that. Don't just tell me you love me. And then when you walk out that door, you throwing darts at me because love is action. And so when Rose said that, he held for, ooh, that's why we could go to the movies and we could look at these movies. And you, when when you look at TV or look at any movie, it's going to be something in there. They mocking the body of Christ. And it's amazing mm. how they sell out. And yep. it, was, it used to be a time we go door to door, but they sell out and they mocking us and they laughing at us. But yet we study saying, oh, they ain't right. And they saying, guess what? Y'all ain't either. But they making they making a whole lot of money off of our speaking. How, how Rose said it, speaking in tongues and lying in English. And I'm mm. sorry, Pastor Chris. No, don't apologize because uh, that right there was the icing on the cake on today's <laughs> menu. See, that's the truth. See, we are so busy. Asking God for Sundays and Hondays and Sonata and all this <laughs> stuff. We're not speaking in tongues. We asking God for cars. Uh oh. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some hate mail on that one, y'all. See, you know, we, we we so busy 
say Lexa and Maseta and all this stuff. But look, <laughs> see, the church and television, see, the world has us down packed. Let me explain. Because we're so superficial with our walk that the world can write and produce a show to portray all of the nonsense that goes on in some of our churches. Okay, since you need me to say what the show is, I think you need to watch it. It's called Greenleaf. Uh-oh. We gonna get in trouble Ooh, now. See, see, we we, we 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 watch the show and and we take notes and we see how accurate uh oh we we see how accurate what goes on in some of our churches. See, we got a whole bunch of mess and nobody's trying to come to Jesus. We want to be on the front row and pay our $1,000 tithe so we can be a VIP member so I can always sit in the front row to, to, to eye gaze on my leaders. Uh-oh, y'all don't want to talk to me. See, I, I want to go in the front row so I can wear my Louis Vuitton dress that's all the way up to my curved parts. And the pastor can look down when he's preaching. Oh, my God. Ah, ah, and all this, ah, 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 all this nonsense. And he looking right up your, you know what. See, see, don't mess with me this morning. Because, see, the Samaritan woman is not just talking to one gender. It's talking to all of us. We made that perfectly clear in the beginning of this broadcast. See, we got to get it together. If the world can depict our phoniness. Uh-oh. What is wrong with us? One more time, I'm going to say this, and I'm dropping the mic. COVID-19 was a wake-up call for the believer. No, it was not a plague sent by God, for if it was, we all be wiped out. Read your word. This was a attention seeker for us to go to God. See, if you have busy like, like if you got kids and stuff like that, you gotta still find a secret place where you can go and talk to your daddy. Just like Sister Tina said last week, I gotta talk to my daddy. I gotta talk to my sugar daddy. My sugar daddy can give me everything I want, everything I need. All I gotta do is call on him and he will come and give me what I need and what I want in my situation. See, they, they, they didn't like that comment, ladies. They didn't like that comment because, oh, you talking about a sugar daddy and a sugar mama? If you were listening properly, and this is what's wrong with the church, we don't listen. We think we got it all together because I went to Bible college. Well, I got news for you. Our relationship with God will give you the wisdom that the Word of God gives us on a day-to-day basis. We too busy religious that we can't break nothing. And so y'all get all mad when we use analogies to try to help the next generation get through their mess. Because a lot of times the mess they're going through is the same mess that's been holding us captive. See, y'all don't want to talk to me. See, generational curses is real. And if we don't seek God and break those chains, 
It's going to be the same cycle over and over and over and over again. I dropped the mic. I'm done because we're going to end up having church. And I'm just trying to be good this afternoon. So I'm done. Y'all have started something. <laughs> Thank you, friends. Go to the um, go to the callers for me. Uh, can we get down for a moment? Oh, my God. Okay. Yes, ma'am. All right, callers. We're going to go to you because we're about to blow the kitchen up. And Sister Roberta has <laughs> already ran at the back door. So let me go ahead. <laughs> let me go ahead. First caller, we're going to read the last four digits of your phone number. First caller up, 7122, 7122, you are live on the air. God bless you. Uh-oh. 7122. This is Jeanette Fontaine. Oh, God bless you. And we enjoy this program so far. Amen. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much for your loyalty every week coming on and listening to the show. God bless you. Amen. Next caller, 6015. 6015, you are live on the air. God bless you. Uh, Lucille Preston, Dr. May Curry, just listening. Amen. Thank you, Miss Lucille. All right. Thank you all. Good, good service. Oh. She says service, y'all. See, she about ready to have a praise <laughs> break. See, I ain't messing with y'all today. See, okay, here we go. 6236. 6236, you are live on the air. God bless you. 6236, going once, going twice. We'll put you back on mute. Thank you so much for calling. Next caller, 3066, 3066, you are live on the air. God bless you. 3066, 3066, you are live on the air. Going once, going twice. We'll go ahead and put you back on mute. Thank you so much for calling today. Last callers, 7392, 7392. You are live on the air. God bless you. 7392, 7392. You are live on the air. All right. We will put you back on mute. Thank you so much for hanging with us this afternoon. So, Sister Crew, of the Joneses and the sergeant, drill sergeant, Sister Lorraine Brown, back to you. I don't know how much time we got left, but um, let me see. Okay. Uh, this this show Lorraine. has been... Yes, baby. Call um, Pastor Chris. Can you call 1350? Yeah, I can call her in Okay. Yeah, thirteen. Uh, yeah, thirteen fifty is un is unmuted. Okay. 
Hello. Go ahead, Tammy. Hello. Can you all hear me? We can hear you now. Okay, good. Um, this is a very sensitive subject that we're talking about, and I just wanted to make some key points. You guys are doing a great job. Just so that um, we make sure we have a clear understanding of what the message of Jesus was. So when the woman at the well went to Jesus, she knows she went in love because she had tried everything that you guys have already talked about. I've tried the churches. I've tried the men. First of all, I'm in the attitude because I don't need to be out here drawing water. It's hot too heavy. I'm a female, but he probably laying at home in the bed type deal and don't want to get up. So that's why I'm coming to Jesus with an attitude. And when I have an attitude, I make now the fleshly side come up and the safe side is not in um, existence. So she went on and she began to minister immediately. After she was taught love, she began to minister immediately. She didn't ask questions. And a lot of times we begin to ask questions. We begin to, um, well, I wonder where they come from. I wonder this. That's not our job. Our job is to love. Jesus said the greatest of these is love. In spite of what it may be, it's to love. You don't have to know anything but to love. And so I like the fact that even John the Baptist began to preach, repent, because he's soon to return, as well as um, Paul took his message, and he began to love them in spite of what he told them. He said, look, you ain't going to out sin me because I done sinned, did every sin you could think of. I did sins you ain't even know were sins, okay? But let me tell you, I'm going to love you through it. And that's what we have to realize, even in our hurt, because our hurt produces our purpose. And so many people don't have a clue of what their purpose is because they're still hurt. And they've been up here more fleshly than they're saved. They've been saved for 67 years. They've been saved for 13 years and still miss the whole message. Still don't know the message that God has been producing. We're still living in the law when God is giving us new grace, when we're given the New Testament. The law can't go but so far. And I'm not taking away from the law. Hear me out. The law only goes so far, which is why the New Testament, you've seen more miracles being produced. Everything Jesus did, there was a miracle. That's why he said, I must go too. He was already on a journey. Samaria was not in his uh, forte. He said, I got to go somewhere else because I got to produce a miracle. So the miracles stop taking place And once we realize why we're not Producing the miracles that God Intended for us to have that takes Place in the spirit realm first Then we can go ahead and fulfill the Help people fulfill their Purpose and their promises of God That we're able to walk in our Divine assignment Because even if Because I'm going to tell you now I've tried it before in my saved life, just to challenge you, because my, my mama tell you, I'm a challenger. Because you tell me something, I'm not just going to believe it. I got to go and search it. Because I'm going to wear that mini skirt just to see, just to see. Because now I got to go before the altar and pray for your deliverance as well as mine. But we don't do it in that motive. We don't do it in that intent. So that's all we have to remember when we're talking about this sensitive subject and talking about how to help people get delivered from different obstacles that they're facing, no matter if it be homosexuality, if it be sin, if it be adultery, if it be um, alcohol, drugs, fornicate, anything. It all starts, it deals with this principle first. 
Wow. She undropped the Holy Ghost mic up in here. Up in here. So I guess we'll go to a song break because I guess everybody in the kitchen ran out the back door with Sister Roberta. So we'll be right back (laughs) right after this. Don't you dare move a muscle. What's up, everybody? This is John and Sequoia Howard of the Agape Music Group. Hey, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Let's get it. Let's go.
good family? It's your boy, the Thomas Voice, a.k.a. Pastor Christopher Newton. And you're listening to the Thomas Voice Radio Network. Walk with us, family. Let's go! It's the Spin Award nominated Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones right now on TPB Radio. Welcome back, everyone. Sister McQuitty, we're going to um, further talk about this subject, uh, about how we can minister to not only just homosexual people, but people that are in trouble, period. Uh, one one sin really equips you for the, for the next because sin is just sin. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's an act that we do against the will of God for our life. That's sin. Amen. 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 So, uh, I I would love to uh, put this out here that that we come back and our and our whole focus will be on the um, the lifestyle of the homosexual in a in a on a platform where we're not judging them, we're not um, uh, trying to beat them up, but we're trying to just uh, bring light to a subject that I believe is is much darkness in because we we've mishandled it for a, a lot of years. So uh, would you guys be willing to uh, uh, come back and, and, and do that so that we can uh, reach out to the, the, what is it, LGBQ community? A, B, C, D, I think they got it in there. Yeah, so that, we can, so that we can reach out for them and just let them know we're, we're not here to combat them. We're not here to judge them. We're here to shed light on a subject that we have not properly addressed because we've sent all the homosexuals to hell. Like they, none of us, you know, and and that's not, that's not God to send anyone, pronounce anyone's uh, lifestyle to send them to hell because if mine didn't send me to hell, everybody going to have a chance on the buffet. But when we look back at this woman, um, at the well, uh, 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 we look back at this woman at the well. Uh, I believe that we find a lot of times we can find ourselves there because we've all been in situations that have uh, caused us to feel bad about the choice that we made. But yet and still, although we felt bad about the choice we made, we continue to make it. Because regardless of how bad it made us feel, it also had another side to it where we kind of felt pretty good with it too as long as we were involved in that. But we all know that the act has to has to have a start and a has to have a start and a stop somewhere. And uh, so, uh, Sister Tina, I, I like picking on you because you're the bully of the family. Sister Tina's the bully of the family. Everyone, I'm announcing that out loud. Rose, Rose is the sweetie pie. <laughs> Rose and is the sweetie pie, but Sister Tina is the bully. So we're gonna pick on the bully today. Yeah, we're going to pick on the bully today because they said if you pick on the bully, the bully uh, 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 don't like being picked on. So we're picking on you today, Sister Tina. Sister Tina, when uh, you look back, when you look back at your life and uh, uh, a lot of choices you made, they were wonderful. But there are a lot of choices that you made, like your auntie, that were not so wonderful. Uh, getting past that, how do you, how do you uh-huh. get past 
how you get past that, Sister Tina, because people will always remind you of what you did wrong. You know, that I'm not saying oh. you as Tina, I'm talking about you as a person. People will always, they don't want to let you grow past did wrong. They always want to bring Hello. you back to that carpet and talk about what you did. How do you, what, what do you, what do you say to people that's in that, in that arena today, Sister Tina? How do, how do, how can you help them? Girl, boy, bye. <laughs> Sorry, you're going to need your lunch, uh, Pastor Chris. Ain't nobody said none of you. <laughs> oh, Lord, that part. I don't know. Ain't Lorraine, you say, look at my pet. I ain't got my glasses on, so I can't see right now. No, I'm just kidding. Look, um, first, any of the listeners, first, um, can she put on me? She's picking on me. Um, I had to one be honest with myself. I had to forgive my ass first, ask for forgiveness, you know, through the sins that I did commit, and then also forgive myself. Two, I had to be open to open to hear other people that had been through. Three, I was one to gravitate minister to my my pain, and I had to realize there's purpose and praise in my pain. So. I'm not perfect. Every morning I wake up, I have to battle with things. I have to deal with things. But have, every morning I say, God, I need your strength to get through these. You know, once I leave out of my house, I need your strength to get me through today. And that's a daily thing. And it's 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 a daily walk. It's a daily confession. Um, and be open to hear the truth. Be open to be transparent. Be open to... I, I like the ones that's wild, like I, I, I am, used to be, could be, should have been. I, I like those type of people because I see me and I see them, and I'm like, ooh, it's something that's pulling me towards them. But then when I listen to their testimony, I'll be like, wow, okay. And even last week, I had to, I, my sister, I said, girl, am I, she had five husbands. I ain't got, I ain't got five husbands. I got five kids. But guess what? I had five kids by Five husbands out there. They ain't been my husbands, but they somebody else's husband. But I have to forgive myself, you know, after asking God for forgiveness. And be open to the ones who've had other people babies and go to them and talk to them. And don't be afraid to say, how did you get through that? What did you do? I'm not trying to be you, but I need to be free like you. Yeah. And understand, it's purpose and praise through your pain. But... You got to also be ready because everybody ain't ready. Right. Some people like the thought of, I want it, but I want this over here too. But when you're truly ready, mm-hmm. you have to be ready to be free. If you're not ready to be free, I'm not saying not to be free. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to be ready for it. And as, as, as Stephen thinks, Minister to the pain of the heart. Mm. That's you have to minister to the root of that thing. Everybody didn't. My mama didn't birth me, and I didn't come out my mama saying, "Look, I'm I'm gonna have five. My first child at 15." I, I right, right. I didn't come out like that. It's something. It's a. It's something. It's a root. Of, it's a root to every situation out there. It's a root right. to every tree. It's a root to everything that that began to get these branches. So to go past that, I had to want to forgive my, ask for forgiveness from God, forgive myself, 
understand my past is just that, my past. And understand that there is purpose and praise in my pain. And be open, willing to hear Mm -hmm. the word of God from people that you, you truly know. I mean, it's some people, you know, they sound good over the pulpit. And then when mm-hmm. y'all walk into the car, they're like, hey, Sister Tina, what's up? I'm going to holler at you. For what? Because mm-hmm. I can expose some pastors that don't don't come at me. And I've had mm-hmm. some say, no, don't. She one of them Jacksons. Don't roll over there. No, you better not mm-hmm. roll over because I'm telling, baby. You roll over here with me. I'm telling. Just because I Uh-oh. had a baby at that age, that don't mean, you know, because you, you also roll over here. <laughs> Your wife going to see the receipts, too, because I'm going to spend that money. So if it's just the trouble you want. But at the same time, just know you come over here. I'm exposing you too. So just because you had a child, don't make that don't make who you are. Right. That that don't make you that that horse person. That you know, like yeah, she easy. Just because you had a child at a young age, or you in same period, that don't make you your target. You have to begin to minister to that that root of what that situation is. Well, so Tina, that goes back to what we said earlier uh, when we talked about the Samaritan woman when when Jesus brought up the well and she was able to speak to that. So that showed that she just wasn't some fly-by-night, I don't know anything, I'm dumb as a box of rocks kind of girl. She had history. So she did know some things. What you saw in in what she did was a bad choice, but it was her choice, Mm -hmm. you know, to live that Mm -hmm. lifestyle, being that prostitute and and making money that way. And uh, right. you're right. You're right. Just and because a girl did. has a baby at age 15 does not mean she's some loose cannon. It means that uh-huh. she, at 15, she made a choice that had she had the knowledge that she has at 30, she wouldn't have made it at 15. But she didn't have it at right. that time. And Jesus, no well, he also didn't, he didn't go off, he didn't throw her past up in her face to say, I'm going to just, you know, burn you about your past. He, right. he loved her to that. You know, and that's, he loved her through her pain because she's she's in pain. That's that's that was a lot of pain. Dealing with them jokers, that's a lot of pain. I ain't, I'm, I'm you, you, like, I got five baby daddies, and I don't. That was a lot of pain. <laughs> I got to deal with this one on one end. Well, one rest his soul. He he gone, but that's a lot of pain, dude. That's that's five people I got to fight with. Mm-hmm. And on top of the okay. sixth one that she got at home that she got to go back and fight with because that's mm-hmm. inside. My mom gave an illustration one time. Women and we, we you know, it's, we're the receivers. That deposit, that's a whole lot of deposit. And that's, mm. that's a lot of pain. And, you know, mm. so you got five people, and I'm, I'm sure all, she didn't have sex with all of them. So somebody didn't deposit into her. That's five times, plus she got one at home. So that's six times. And good Lord, what does this mean in the Bible? Incompletion. Incompletion. So you you yeah I'm yeah that's 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 right. No, that's what you're works. good. I like I like <laughs> what you also said, Tina. You said you have to <clears throat> be willing to be honest with yourself, mm-hmm. be truthful mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. yourself. I, I like that, and that's the mm-hmm. thing. If, if you notice how Jesus approached her, he just asked her for water. He, he just he just asked her for water. <clears throat> you know, at the well, he he approached her with what she came for something she was familiar mm-hmm. with and and mm-hmm. in the conversation that's when mm. uh you know he he brought another subject up he, he just said he told her go get your husband 
didn't mm. bring any, anything up. Mm. But when he when he said that, it pricked something in her that 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 made her be honest with herself, mm-hmm. and and said, "I don't have one." And he agreed. He, you well said. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. And 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 after it, you know, and and she began. She changed the subject. When he said, "You have you you know you you're telling the truth," and she changed the subject. She said, "Look, I believe you're a prophet." Mm. She called him out for who he was. She changed the subject. She said, "I believe you're a prophet." Mm. And then she asked him. She said, "Now tell me this: Why do our father worship God on this mountain, mm. but your people teach you know the Jews and say it's Jerusalem?" Hmm. Well, where's mm-hmm. the right place to worship? My Lord. But see, even back then they had uh, uh, they had issues of what was right and what was wrong. Right. And one saying this is right and the other saying this is right. But she went to the source. She said, I believe you're a prophet. Let me ask you this. Which, which one of these is, 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 is right? Should we worship here or do we mm-hmm. worship in Jerusalem? Mm-hmm. But he always... He, Jesus always he never goes to the to, to the problem. He went beyond that. He he went beyond that, you know, and told us that the day would come that true worshiper. He said the true worshippers worship me in spirit and in truth. In the heart, in other words. It's your mm-hmm. heart that worship me, not the place you worship at. Right. Oh. You right. worship me with your heart. Right. Yeah. Uh-oh. It's not in this building, it's not in the sanctified church, the Baptist church, or the Methodist mm-hmm, church, mm-hmm, or whatever your mm-hmm. name is. It's not there. Oh. It's in no. your heart. It's in your heart. Mm-hmm. It's in your heart. And, and, and so, go ahead and say this, Sister Roberta. It does not give you a license not to go to church. You know, no, a lot no, of times no, we like not, to say, no, well, we're not, no. I know it, but you, we have to be clear. It doesn't give mm-hmm. you a license not to go to the building. But the building is not where your deliverance and your safety is. It's in your. It's like you said, being honest from the heart. Very good, sis. Mm-hmm. You don't. You know, because if you know who you're worshiping, mm. who you worshiping? Who am I worshiping? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not worshiping this building, but I'm worshiping my Creator. I'm worshiping the one that saved me, the one that delivered me. Yeah. I'm worshiping Jesus. I'm worshiping the God of gods, the Lord of lords. The King of Kings, I'm worshiping Him. Mm-hmm. So I'm dropping God my is, for you know, Him. For Him. For mm-hmm. Him. You know, the true worship, I'm worshiping the Father, but it has to come through the heart, the spirit, the yeah. right heart. You have to have the right heart to worship Him. For God is a spirit. Yes. And He alone yes. have, 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 have the sincere worshipers who adore Him in the mm-hmm. realm of the spirit. Which is true. And when we meet him, that won't be an issue. When we truly no. meet him. Not when somebody somebody get around us and, and surround us, sitting on us, speaking in tongues, and trying to make mm-hmm. us receive, trying to demand that we receive. Feel him, feel him. You got him, you got him. You may hollering, and you looking like, no, I don't, but okay, if you want me to. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, she got him. No, I didn't. I really didn't get nobody. I got tired of you hollering at me. Mm-hmm. But the thing and is, so when we really do when truly encounter God, we'll mm-hmm. drop them mm-hmm. pots and we'll go tell we'll go tell somebody about Him. A lot of oh, us God. are not opening up our mouth because we ain't met Him ourselves. 
Well, that's, Whoa! See, once, once he, once you, once you meet him, you can't deny. You can't say, exactly. You can't, you can't, you can't, somebody. I, I love what Pastor Chris said. He said the power. You can't deny the mm-hmm. power. Yes. You can't deny the power. You so so mm-hmm. a person. You know when a person speaks. You know you you watch the power. Watch their feet. The power go. Mm. What the, they walk a match. It's just it's the power of God. There's gonna be a change. That, that, that be a change that transforms, that renews mm-hmm. the power. Mm-hmm. So you know, you can go up to that to that to that young girl and say something to her when you when you sit under the anointing of power, it's transforming. Yes, yes. yes. It's gonna change. Yes. She might not say nothing to you. Mm. But it's coming. That seed that's been planted that has life in it and it's going to grow. Yes. It's going you can to look grow. For you can look for it, you can expect it. All mm-hmm. you do is plant the seed. You plant yep. the seed. Jesus didn't go tell her, go tell nobody. He didn't tell him. He planted the seed of who he was. And she knew that he was the Messiah. You're the anointed one. You're the Messiah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. coming. He said, mm-hmm. and he told her, he said, I'm he. So hmm. she went and told. When we, you know, I like it when, when we, she dropped we, them pots, though, Roberta, and dropped Sister Marquita. I like when she dropped them pots because that, that to me is symbolic. Of when we meet and encounter God, Jesus, the Holy Ghost, we drop the burdens that have been weighing us down in life. We drop that whoredom spirit. We drop that lying spirit. We drop those mm-hmm. those spirits that have attached themselves to us over the time. We leave that right there at the feet of Jesus. We gone. Where you going, Lorraine? Right. I'm going to tell somebody about a man mm-hmm. who told me everything mm-hmm. about me. She, yeah, that's good talk there. She was expecting him. If you if you read on it, the, the 21st, but she was saying, we know that the Messiah is coming. That the mm. one who's coming is, is the true Messiah. But she was looking for him. We know he's go, he going <laughs> to come. She said, we know he's coming, and he will tell us everything that we need to know. But mm. Jesus spoke. He said, I'm he. He said, that you, have, you, you have to wait no longer. You don't have My to wait God. any longer. The anointed one is here. So raise your level of expectations, body of Christ. Raise your when you make Jesus for God. Expectation already it just goes mm-hmm. up. You be oh, the wild come, the the the, the blindness wow. fall off. So it's yeah. It it it's just a matter of meeting Him, be, that relationship. Like I yeah. mean, the people you know you, they say how you get there by by spending time with God, being in the mm-hmm. Word, praying, seeking God. That's the only way. Mm-hmm. There is no there is no other way. You know, mm-hmm. even the young people. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna love you, I'm gonna love on you, and I'm 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 gonna. I might not say nothing to you. I'm gonna pat you on the shoulder, but I, but you better believe I'm praying for you. With Janine, mm-hmm. Janine, Lord, no. we experienced mm-hmm. something. We experienced <laughs> we experienced something oh, yesterday. Oh. Two people came just out the street. Came yesterday, mm-hmm. and Janine said, mm-hmm. "You don't feel no vibe." I said, "Yeah, I, I feel a vibe, but the vibe is I'm getting ready to fall on my knees, my face before God for these mm-hmm. two people because." They don't mm-hmm. know. They are totally in darkness. Mm. But they, they, they came, came for physical dinner, food. But they came for but God hey, wanted to serve them spiritual food. Mm-hmm. spiritual food. And there's a lot of that going on. But you know what, Sister Roberta? Our focus is off because every day we get up seeking more news on Corona. We get up turning mm. the TV on. What did Trump do today? And God is saying, there's some news in the realm of the spirit you need to be checking out. Mm. Come on now. Mm. 
Yeah, that man done got started. Ain't nobody got time for that band, Pastor Chris, because we got to do our housekeeping. We got 15 more minutes, and I uh, took my people to wrap this thing up for us. Oh, and we you trying to lose the band. Shut up, man. <laughs> come on, Pastor. Yeah. Come on, Pastor Chris. You go ahead, Pastor Chris. I know he got something. He burned. Because, well, brother, you know we got to do housekeeping. Let Pastor Chris tell that in that corner. <laughs> Pastor Chris got the grub and the, and the locker room coming up. He can lose the band in the locker room. <laughs> but listen, we, we, want to, we want to embrace and we want to thank God for our faithful um, season callers uh, li- that listen to us on a weekly basis when um, a one-on-one she can remember. So by her being 87 years old, we won't hold, that, we won't hold her forgetting against her because uh, I forget. But anyway, we want to honor uh, Alice Fields on today, uh, Sister Dorothy Hurricane Curry. Now, I just come up with that. Now, she going to get me about that. That's the one that called me that gal. Sister Dorothy Hurricane Curry, her two caretakers, Shirley Allen and Lucille Priester. And you, we all hear Lucille on the uh, line every day. Her and her and Aunt Dorothy be sitting there listening at the buffet. And um, also, we want to honor uh, Sister Ella Priester. That's the oldest of the three sisters. And her caretakers are Josie Lee Priester and Leola Priester Collier. Those are her daughters and her caretakers. And it is, it is amazing to see these young ladies take care of their moms. They do a phenomenal job of taking care of their mothers. Uh, also, last but certainly not least, this is the one that I call Mama, and her two daughters, uh, Sister Edna Moore and Sister Jeanette Pontoon, they finally have acclimated to the fact that their mother have a daughter that she didn't give birth to, so now they call me my mama's other daughter. And that's fine <laughs> with me, just as long as I'm in that list as daughter. But Sister Eartha Lee Aaron, the baby of the of the three girls, uh, Sister Eartha Lee Aaron, uh, Sister Edna told me uh, last week, she said, she said, uh, my mama won't let me touch that phone until you go off the air. So she want to hear every word. So Sister Eartha Lee, Aaron, we love you on today. And we thank God for all three of you and your beautiful and lovely caretakers on today. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Sister Maquita, you can do this any way you want to. I'm, the, I'm out. I'm done, too. <laughs> Look, I always, it's funny though, um, we always tease mama because mama, um, mama loves to cook and her passion is cooking. And so it seems like, like I tell people all the time, I'm like, y'all just don't know. My mama, she cooked the last supper for Jesus now. So she, um, we always tease her. We always mess with her. We like, mama, even if a sinner eat your food, they got to get saved because you could be in there stirring dressing or making a cake and somebody called and before we know it, you praying and cooking and not mm-hmm. a cake anointed. And we mm-hmm. like, Mama, what in the world did you be doing to this food? So it's funny how mm-hmm. she gave that um, illustration about the two people who thought they were just coming. And I can guarantee you she was, she may have been cooking, but I showed up, no, she was in there praying and casting out demons without them even mm-hmm. knowing. And I know that it's going to be something. They're going to have an oomph when they put that spoon to their mouth. And I know they felt right. something different. They may not know what the difference is, but I know mm-hmm. they felt something different. And I can truly, honestly say, um, and I'm not bragging, because I do come from a big family, but growing up, um, this what we what everybody else is finally getting or starting to get a taste mm-hmm. of, we start mm-hmm. that. And so yes. we can... Um, I can attest that these two women of God really, 
I didn't know I didn't know their past. So, you know what I'm saying? When I grew up, all I knew is them knowing and telling others about Jesus. So, as far as I'm concerned, they was, you know, two female disciples that walked with Jesus that, you know, people didn't know about. They were 13 and 14 because I didn't know. So, meaning what they talk about, they walk. They walked it out. They um, they truly exemplified Christ in everything that I grew up seeing them do. So if they yeah. have a past, I don't know. So I thank God yeah. that. And a lot of times, you know, growing up, everybody wanted to come to our house. And everybody like, oh, mm-hmm. we come to Miss Jones' house. We like, we trying to get out the house. And so mm-hmm. now that I'm older, I can truly say that I'm pleased with the gift that my mom does carry. And I'm honored yeah. to be able to share her um, with the world and share her story and know that um, to any parents that's listening, I promise you, any seed that you have planted in your children is going to come up. If you Praise tell God. them anything about Jesus, it's going to resurface. It may, it may not look like it right now, but I promise you, the Bible tells us to train up a child in the way they should go, and when they're old, mm-hmm. they won't depart from it. So mm-hmm. as long as it's breath in their bodies, they're still not old. And they may be rolling up a blunt now, but I promise you they telling somebody about Jesus. I've heard people talk about it's something different about you. I've been at the mm-hmm. bar and I start witnessing to people about Jesus. We went, no, no. me and my sisters, and it's funny because we went somewhere. Rose, where were we at? We were in um, Virginia for Victoria's wedding. And we went to the bathroom. We were up at the top bar just having a good time. My sister getting married tomorrow. We looking for them. They in there taking somebody over the plan of salvation in the bathroom. And I'm like, we could take Roberta Jones' kids nowhere. So I promise you, trust and believe. Do not be discouraged. Do not grow weary. Continue to cover your children. Continue to pray over them because I guarantee you, whatever seed you planted in them, it's going to come up. And God is still Amen. able to use them to do what he created them to do. So um, I love the buffet. I love the show. Pastor Chris, I love your transparency. Um, I know God is going to do great things for you. I'm so looking forward to it. I'm so happy. He's my big brother now. And I can let Amen. people know. I know him when he all on TV. I'm like, oh, that's mm. my brother, Pastor Chris. So um, <laughs> keep going forward. I mean, wow. if, any other listeners continue to share um, the radio show, um, continue to share and continue to tap in and listen because you never know what you're going to eat. If you be there, they got you. Vegetarian, <laughs> they got you. You eat plant-based, they got you. Amen. Whatever, soul food, Mexican, they got you. It's something for mm-hmm. everyone to chew on Amen. and tap into. And I'm just excited for what's to come. Amen. Sister Marquita, I would like to uh, I would like to highlight and showcase our new business owner that's a part of the buffet. Uh, we have uh, a specialist in the house. It's Rosie's Sweets and Treat uh, uh, yes, catering uh, yes. your cakes. And all you have to do is um, she's setting it up now. So if you need a pound cake and you want one that's from scratch and full of prayer and love. And uh, 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 Chef Chef Zion is in the kitchen, and she's putting it down like that. 
and we have uh, Prince uh, Prince in the kitchen also. He's the taster, and uh, uh, Zayden, he's coming along. He's running things. Zayden is the chief uh, chief person in the kitchen. When things ain't right, Zayden puts it in order. You got to be able to speak baby talk because he hasn't come into his English quite well yet. Right now, it's, uh, 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 but he's speaking, and Rose and Zion and Prince know exactly what he's talking about. So Rosie's sweets and treats are on the scene, uh, meeting the needs of your pound cake needs, all types of pound cakes. Uh, Marquita and I are going to walk down there to Mississippi and get us one, but she's willing to share sure. If you need uh, her, her, her information, feel free to call me, text me, and I'll put you in touch with her. Uh, she comes highly recommended. This is the chef understudy. Chef uh, Roberta has taught Rosie well, and Rosie is putting it down just like that. And we thank God just for like it. it. Thank God for each one of you who have come on the buffet on today. Uh, we uh, release uh, faith unto you through, through what we've lived. We say, hey, like Sister Marquita say, go and, and raise your expectation for your children that they're going to come back. They're going to come forward. They're going to do the things that they have been called out of darkness to do. Don't you worry. Don't you fret. Stay in faith and stay mm-hmm. out of worry. Uh, it, well, Sister Roberta, we got about four or five minutes. You got anything before we go? You, Sister Tina? No. No, I don't have anything. No. You good, Sister Tina? Tina? What no, about the daycare? The daycare got anything before we go? <laughs> no, no, the daycare's still here. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. Pastor Chris, you want to say something? Take us out in song, and we'll see you when we see you. See you on next Saturday. Pastor Chris, yes, ma'am. Well, first of all, Rose, you need to get at me so we can get a commercial together so we can get it on the station. And also your information so we can make a visual. So before Saturday Night's Buffet or any of the broadcasts that are are on all of our social platforms can be played so we can spread the word. So, again, God bless you on your endeavor, and we definitely pray much success in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen. So we're going to get out of here. You're welcome. We're going to get out of here with the remix of Break Every Chain since we've been talking about breaking chains for the last two Saturdays. So this is the band, Pastor Christopher Newton. This is Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones with the Jones Clan. We are out of here. God bless you. Oh!
Central Texas.